0: Welcome back to another episode, and uh, we are continuing our eight-year anniversary series here with this lovely backdrop put together by our culture department, and uh, got the last episode here that I'm filming directly with Jake. I think the next time you'll see us together, will be I'll be back in Phoenix, and you'll mm-hmm. be out here, so welcome again.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about how to measure the uh, customer experience metrics. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's interesting uh, topic, and uh, you would learn a lot. I know there, you know, there's so many um, companies, small companies who have neglected the importance of uh, you know the customer experience, and I mean experiences. And yeah, this is uh, the topic for you.
0: Yeah, and not just experiences, but yeah, measuring it. It's like they know it needs to happen. They know that they should be doing it, but it, maybe you don't have the resources. The person that should be managing it is busy. Training new people, hiring new people, and then doing that all over again, and they can't get out of that cycle. And so, this kind of stuff falls behind because you're constantly training, you're constantly adding new people. Uh, And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. And we're going to be, so what you should get today from this episode is some ideas around how you could measure your customer experience, or what are some metrics that you could be measuring in your call center? And, uh, you know, by the end, if you feel overwhelmed and you're like, I need that, but I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't have the resources. Maybe you should talk to a company like Pac. But before then, let's see if maybe this is something that you could help for your business uh, or if you're outsourcing with another call center, then these are some things that you should be doing and measuring. So if not, you know, it's time to start that conversation with that outsource company. And if it's something you're looking to add on, uh, maybe and to outsource so that you can start bringing that in. Then uh, I think either way, you're going to get something out of this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's start with um, how do we uh, define customer experience? Right?
0: <laughs> Great question. Customer experience. Way we look at it is, you know, what is the customer journey from from the first time they're interacting with your company all the way to the very end of that transaction. And so that could be that they're visiting the website. Maybe they're making a purchase. Uh, Jake and I were talking before we hit the record button here that, you know, but I I think we've all experienced a really bad customer experience shopping online. Uh, You know, you add your stuff to the cart. You spend all this time finding the right products. And then it asks you to make an account. So I'm going to make an account. And then your account's made. And now your cart's empty. You're like, I've got to go add that back in. Someone didn't code that properly and that led to poor customer experience because that shouldn't happen so it could be as simple as that all the way to the checkout process to when you receive the item or if it's taxi like what are some of the things that uh what what are parts of the customer experience for a taxi customer
1: you know interacting with the with the person that they they're talking to to order a cab um you know they, they can sense if uh the confidence of the person that they're talking to, if it's experienced enough to know and um, to get the details correctly. And uh, just make sure that uh, it's not going to mess up the, yeah. the the appointments that they're going to. And, um, you know, being picked up on time, being uh, picked up in the right place, and um, make, making sure that the taxi driver would not miss uh, their uh, location and the time. So those are the things that they, um, we would consider... Um, that would impact the customer experience.
0: Yeah. And those are the parts you could outsource that we could help with. And then there's the parts that you can't. You have the drivers. So when they do pick up the customer, what is that experience like in the taxi all the way to the payment? What if the credit card machine is broken? Oh, I'm sorry. My credit card's broken. Can you pay cash? You know, we've all heard that in the back of a taxi. That's not a great experience. You're a corporate traveler and you need to use your business card and now you can't because the machine is broken. You know, that's uh, like a red flag for me. And all the way to after the trip's over, maybe you get a text message and it asks me, how was your ride? And you fill out some service. That whole journey from beginning to end, every time that you're interacting with that business, that's part of the customer experience. So how do we measure that? How do we, how do we, because what, you cannot improve what you don't measure. And so how can you start measuring some of these feel really intangible to, like, um, so give me some examples.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, you know, to start with, you know, by dialing your number, uh, this this already the number of your company. Uh, that means that somebody would want to work with you to do business with you. So but trying to spend money with. <laughs> so that's that's already something. So why not uh, from that from you know, from that moment, and the person who will answer the call. Would you know? Uh, would uh, really welcome them by the the, the sound of the voice. You know, being really in, uh, enthusiastic, like you know, uh, being excited to talk to the person, to talk to the customers. So those are small points that uh, you know the customers would uh, would would really uh, you know uh, put an impact on their experience. And um, that's uh, that's uh, you know it, that goes with uh, how experienced the person who is answering the calls, or you know, or how experienced they are. And
0: um, yeah, are they trained? Are they knowledgeable about? The products that are being sold Mm -hmm. or the you know the city that you're calling in for a ride in you know if you're calling in and you're like i need to be picked up at this hotel and they have no idea what it is and they're like what's the address and like you look it up you're that's your job you should know where this hotel is i'm in downtown like how do you not know where this i see your taxi out front (laughs) you guys drop me off
1: that 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 is all part of the experience this, the sound alone of the person that they're talking to would uh, also make an impact, like the confidence. And, um, you know, if if you're planning to go out the next day and you wanted to make sure that it would be picked up, and um, mm. especially when you're going to the airport and you have this flight uh, that's scheduled at that time, and um, why would you call somebody who sounded like uh, it, they don't know what they're doing and um, you would question right after you drop the phone, like, oh, is is that really going to is? Are, am I going to be picked up tomorrow at that time? I'm going, to, you know, stuff like that. So that's uh, you know, getting the confidence and uh, uh, of uh, the company uh, would uh, would um, you know it would require something, some experience. So that experience would be uh, you can get that from uh, from call centers uh, by uh, outsourcing. So um, those you know, they'll, they'll the things that uh, we take care of uh, 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 are the things that we have been doing for eight years True, a little more. <laughs> yeah. So Eight years and a couple of days. <laughs> and and um, yeah, those are the things that you're uh, you're going to get uh, when you're um, um But how do you measure that? So like, how do you measure confidence on the phone? How do you measure
0: that knowledgeable, you know? And I think there's a couple of ways you could do that out some really basic things you could be looking at such as how long are the calls if your average handle time is two minutes per call and you have this one agent that's doing five minute calls like there's there's a problem there because the customer is used to two minute calls and now they're calling in and it's spending five minutes six minutes those extra three minutes and four minutes those are painful you know you're sitting there like this shouldn't take this long who is this person on the phone? And it doesn't give confidence. Like you said, like that scenario, I've a lot for this business and I, I would, I'd be concerned that that taxi is not going to pick me up if they didn't give me the confidence that they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so handle time is one way, but what are some of the other ways that you could measure that confidence? Because we
1: want to give these guys some ideas on how to do that. You know the their interaction the way the call take the call taker would talk to um uh, talk to the customers, and um yeah that confidence and um you know being accurate and um you know being uh, asking back the right questions um you know just to lead uh to you know finish finishing up and you know getting the right um getting the booking done so that's um that's the experience um that everything should be right uh in order for the customer to get the you know, the customer experience so. Yeah, that's uh, the call taker side, and uh, you know, aside from uh, aside from that, there are so many factors that uh, would uh, that would be considered to get that uh, customer experience. That like you know, right after the call uh, ends, like uh, if they're gonna call back, you know, doing some little changes, you know, they have to have the consistency uh, that uh, the person who will be answering the call would have that the same um, um, uh, the same level of you know uh confidence, and um yeah we you know we, we you know we're going back to the experience uh it will lead back to you know how experienced the person was answering the call and um yeah, and the uh, same as uh the words that they're using, like you know if uh if they are waiting there uh they're they can't guarantee all the time that you know where when uh, they call for you know when going back to the taxi business. When you call for a cab, cab will be there um, um, right away. Uh, there, it says that there will be delays. Then, how are they doing while they're waiting? So, if there are, there are calls in between that are being made by the uh, uh, call takers, uh, just to make sure that um, they're updated, uh, what um, I mean, how how close is the taxi? Uh, where is it? Uh, what's causing the delay? Those stuff. Uh, those are you know there are delays. Uh, let's uh, you know uh, you know that's it's already given.
0: Yeah. there's always more people that need transportation than there are vehicles available and drivers mm-hmm. especially dirt like right? no, not when it's busy but there's peak times like New Year's Eve how many people want a taxi or an Uber or a Lyft after the bars get up like uh, on New Year's Eve or just any weekend really mm-hmm. after a sporting event or just during rush hour people are uh, needing to get home they're needing to travel around so that happens but uh another way to look at it too because you know we're talking about these intangibles like how do you measure the confidence how do you measure uh the knowledge and another way to do it which is a huge part of what we do here at Pact is, is qa because now you, you got to standardize things like uh you know the call center agents need to be consistent you need to be like McDonald's and Starbucks on the phone right so like Starbucks I can go to any Starbucks in the world and I expect that coffee to taste pretty much the same no matter what. If I want an iced latte in Phoenix and then I get an iced latte here in the Philippines because they have even Starbucks here in Dumaguete, believe it or not, they should taste the same. Uh, McDonald's, you get a, a Big Mac in Phoenix and then you drive across country on a road trip and you keep getting Big Macs at other places and fries. They should be consistent. And if not, if they tasted way different in one place to another place, then you're not going to keep going to McDonald's because you don't know what you're going to get. Man, it was really good in that one spot, but over here, that was trash. If that keeps happening at, to your Starbucks, to your McDonald's, you're not going to keep going back. That's where the opportunities lie for business owners like you guys listening, because you can do better. They, like, they cannot get the best. They can get consistent. You cannot be consistent and also amazing, like really, really tasty coffee and really, really tasty burgers. That's hard to do all of those things. So you have to pick which one you want to do. So QA is so going back to that. So QA, that consistency, that's how you do it. It's because they're listening. We have people here, our, our QA department, how many people do we have in our QA department?
1: Think we have five?
0: Yeah. So they're listening to calls. They're monitoring emails. They're looking at what are the agents doing? Are they being consistent? So you have to have a script. The agents have to say the same thing every time. Uh, and so if you don't have a script, put that in place. But then now, all right, how are they doing on that script? Are they following the script? Are they being friendly? Are they being rude? Uh, did they make mistakes on the call? You know, if, if you're uh, doing an online order, and you need to review the order before submitting it uh, for a purchase. Uh, like, okay, let me repeat. These are the items you're looking to buy. Because if you skip that step and maybe there's a product they wanted that didn't get included. Well, maybe there's a product they didn't want that got included. But again, it goes down to consistency. you got to follow the same thing every time. But how do you know that's happening if you're not listening to the calls, if you're not following standards and uh, and, and so are, are you guys feeling overwhelmed a little bit? Yeah, is that if they're not doing that in your business, you're like, this is a lot of stuff to put in place. But that's that's how you start measuring customer, like some of the metrics around what impacts the customer experience.
1: And um, that's something that we also offer. So okay. as has that um, for a QA team. And um, yeah, uh, I would say that uh, uh, we're pretty confident that um, this... You know, Papis has been here for a while, and uh, QA has been also uh, been established. And they, and so uh, as the uh, they call takers and they and the agents. So yeah, we we have built something. Uh, we have built a standard of uh, you know quality. uh you know, if you don't hear Papis yet, uh, you know we we've known for uh, for good quality of uh, service. So that's that's one thing that uh, we can get when you are at source and. You know, uh, aside from uh, you know, when we talked back about the uh, how to measure the metrics. Um, we it's all been covered by you know the the, the QA. If anything that, that there you feel like there's the you want to be added to uh, how we do the QA. Um, yeah, we can definitely do that for you. And um, other companies are also um, they have different type of uh, you know running their businesses like you know reduce QA a little bit. Like, you know, they want uh, fast paced, uh, uh, you know, taking uh, those bookings and orders and, you know, stuff like that. So we can do adjustments and uh, yeah, Yeah, but
0: it's tailored to your business. You know, when you outsource, it shouldn't be because if you guys are listening and you're thinking about outsourcing, then it's not like a one size fits all. Like, here's our QA. You know, this is we're going to plug this in for every business. Even within taxi even within e-commerce even within virtual assisting what we offer here every client is different like what matters to one business that that doesn't mean it's going to matter to another business you know for like we're we just are working with a new client that's coming in from new york and his his uh his objective is speed you know and he doesn't even have like his script is where do you need to be picked up Word didn't need to be dropped off. Okay, thanks. Bye. Like that, that's his script. I'm like, whoa, this is a little different. Like, uh, but that's what's important to him. And so, like, for us, it's one of the things, it's one of the phrases we say. And I repeat it to, uh, we had a company meeting this morning with all the staff. And, you know, we focus on what matters most to your business and we deliver. So, if it's really, um, you know, you, you, we need to move through those calls faster. Now there's a certain level where you want so fast that we can't be providing good experience. We might not be a good fit, but there maybe is another set. like. So if the business needs to be focused on speed, we might not be the best fit, you know, because we're more of a customer experience customer. Like we we, we want to make it a positive experience at the end, uh, by the end of that call, uh, and you know, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that would depend on how the business works, like. If um, you know the the cost the, in their area, er, different areas uh, they have different cultures. Like uh, people in their area probably don't care about the uh, uh, the experience as long as they get the job. The taking go from uh, from point A to point B. That's uh, that's the main goal. So, and uh, they're not after they're not after with the you know some uh, you know customers that much. Like they know that customers are really a lot. Uh, so. Yeah, they they would we we they would we would adjust to that, but their companies are not really keen with, um, you know, are, are really keen with uh, taking care of customers and uh, getting them giving them uh, the best customer service or customer experience. Um, yeah, that's uh yeah, that those are the type of cost of uh, companies that uh, would really uh want uh, um you know to talk uh to the customers like the use of uh, with the use of QAs and all these uh, things to make it better. So, yeah, there are different types of companies and, yeah, we accept what kind of company you run and, um, yeah, we can make adjustments and uh, we're, we're here to.
0: So, again, we're talking about how can we measure this customer experience and uh, and so we need metrics around it. And I think there's a couple other areas that we can give our listeners some ideas about on measuring and putting in place. And uh, one might be, uh, you know, some companies will make this even an acronym, FR, <laughs> first call resolution. Now, uh, we have some clients that they actually do measure that. They look at that and others that, uh, that don't uh, because maybe their business doesn't have a lot of people calling back. So again, it really depends on what matters to that business and how are we are delivering. But yeah, like what, what, tell me about your experience with first call resolution. What does that mean? Especially if these guys, if you're listening and you've never heard of first call resolution,
1: um, first of all, first call, call resolution is um is really ideal for you know for customers. Like uh, I would call your for you know, your business, and uh, you know get uh, everything resolved with just one call. But you know, doing um, I would I would like to put an example with the taxi business. Like uh, people would do callbacks when uh, you know when 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 they are not picked up on time and. Uh, you know it went or, or you know there there are things that uh, they want to make to uh, do adjustments and yeah um, there's those, those stuff but uh, most commonly uh we don't want them to call back because they're not being picked up on what we were, we pro we said that they're gonna be picked up uh, like humanists being um being there for five minutes uh ten minutes or fifteen minutes um yeah, s- stuff like that so they they make a call back at the check. So those are the things that we would want to avoid. You know, another thing that uh, this uh, uh one call resolution would uh, would really you know, help is that, you know, it, when when that customer is not gonna call back, you get to entertain another customer. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it takes time to uh, talk to, you know, to especially when they're calling back because that means it's not the normal, um, you know, talk with you know about booking, but it's about uh, their're concerned and it's it's gonna take a little longer than um, the usual call so yeah uh, that's those are the things so we need to have those right people who are really trying to uh, be really precise and accurate with the details and uh you know uh getting uh, the information uh, related, uh getting the right information uh, as well like you know if you know, they can see how long will it take uh give, you know giving that to the customer uh, uh with the correct uh, time like the customer is expecting to the drivers be there in ten minutes, but mm-hmm. you know the the person they talked to didn't didn't really check properly. That um you know the the truth is uh tw- it's twenty minutes, so those are making problems. So you know uh this things um the you know customer experience and uh, and taxi customers yeah it, you know it, it does
0: uh an example that I could not get out of my head because I spent. I won't name the company, but it's a certain internet service provider, the leading one in the Phoenix, (laughs) that wouldn't like they charge me extra for eight months. And I would I I stopped calling for a while because I was so frustrated. But what happens when your issue isn't solved? You're gonna call back and you're gonna call back. I probably took up like 15 hours of over eight months of trying to resolve this issue because every time I had to explain it the call got longer cuz i had more issues to explain they kept every the more i talked to them the more mistakes they kept making and you know it got to the point where I actually had to involve the attorney general's office and that's what finally got it resolved but like it shouldn't get to that and again they, we talk about small businesses versus giant companies the people listening here the, you guys are the small businesses you're you exist to out compete these big giant companies and so measure your first call resolution. How many times does that customer have to call back to get their issue solved? Because if they're calling back a bunch, they're eating up resources. And like you said, those calls get longer and longer and longer. And now you got frustrated staff because now they got this person on the phone whose issue they can't solve. So it also is you have to empower your your frontline staff and your customer service staff to actually solve the issues. If they don't have the ability to solve those issues, then they're going to keep calling back and you're not going to be able to get rid of them. Cause in my case, they owed me $800. I'm not going to let that go. I'm like, I got my assistant calling them every day. Like what's like, what's going on? How are we going to get this fixed? So that, that takes up a lot of resources. Imagine if I really did take 15 hours of time between my assistant calling and me calling every week and it took an hour for
1: months, then like that's, it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's how you choose uh, the the company that you outsource with. Like uh it's you know, there's a different level of um your companies. There are, you know, the um, you can go with the cheaper ones, uh when you know, it's it's not really essential to, you know, to partner with those when, when if you want to grow your business. Like um, how would you uh represent your company if uh, you're not those people that you work with are not doing well. So I don't know, Yeah, you would consider those things. And um yeah, make sure that you're very careful choosing the right uh company that you want to partner with uh when you're And uh And measure those first call
0: resolutions. <laughs> you know, if they're repeat customers over and over and over again, something's wrong. And that could be another metric. And maybe you start out and it's higher. All right, let's focus on shrinking this down. But until you start measuring it, you're not going to be able to shrink it. And there could be an issue going on in the call center. You have no idea. If all you're looking at is average handle time, how many calls are being handled, you're not going to see that, wow, like why are 10% of our customers repeat calling over and over again? That could be 10% less staff needed to answer the phones, which... That becomes a big cost. So, yes. so first call resolution. And then the other one I want to talk about is um, uh, post customer surveys. So it it could be NPS on uh, uh, net promoter score, uh, or it could be just a survey monkey link that goes out. But like, tell me how, how important is that that survey? Uh, and, and also like from your experience, uh, how many of our clients are actually doing that?
1: Yeah, we have a lot because um, you know how important it is. Because sometimes customers will just say they're not gonna do anything, they're not gonna send um, you know feedbacks, uh, they're just gonna you know walk away. And I'm not gonna call you. I'm not gonna call the company again. True, but if you have that text message or you know checking on, on them, or how they uh, how are their experiences while they're they're using your services? Like they 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 have this that chance to um, let you know, and uh, you know uh, if you know that somebody's not feeling good about how they were treated you you will be able to correct that and uh, you know save that white customer so white customer is a lot yeah. yeah
0: is that one of the things that I've learned over time is what's the lifetime value of that customer? How many times is that person going to use your business over the next twelve months twenty four months thirty six months and beyond and you know, is it
1: worth it to let that go because you didn't make sure that that experience was positive? Or if you don't know that he, that customer was experiencing, um, you know, bad experience, you don't get the opportunity to fix it. Yeah, so it's really important to ask them, like, you know, right after the the service is done, um, you know, sur- um, surveys like text messages or, you know, just uh, send them an email I'll just to ask them, um, how was your experience and um, what do you think should be approved? And um, you know, because in between those, uh, the whole entire process, there could be some part of it that's you know messed up, like uh, you wouldn't know. And you know, but you know, by asking them, uh, getting the the survey out, you would uh, you would know what's going on and know what to correct. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: I think we covered a lot of uh, ideas for you guys here on ways that you could measure customer experience. So we talked about. QA. We talked about first call resolution. We talked about looking at your call times. We talked about a uh, uh, post-survey, per- post-call surveys or post-interaction. Maybe, it, maybe all they're doing is just shopping online. So after the purchase, survey goes out. Not everyone's going to fill that out, but you're going to get a percent and it's going to give you an idea on how you're... And then do something about it. Don't just send out the surveys and never look at the data because then what can't take action. You can't fix problems. And I, I see that a lot too. So start measuring those, start looking at that. And, you know, if you need a partner to help you out with that for your business, if you're like, I need that, but it's a lot, then look at outsourcing. Pack. This is an option. There's a lot of other options out there, but think about those options. Think about those metrics. And again, you know, there could be people listening that you're just managing a call center. And so think about how you could, with the call center you're currently working with, ask about these things. Hey, what is our first call resolution? What is the, you know, how how can we get a survey out to the customers after that transaction? Uh, That's what I would challenge you guys to do. So there's some homework for our listeners. And uh, if you guys have any feedback on this episode, send us an email. Actually, email me, eric at packbiz.com, or you can put some comments on, uh, you know, YouTube or TikTok or wherever you're listening or watching this. And uh, let us know because we want we hopefully uh, we want to be giving you guys some good information and ways that you can improve your customer experience for your business or the call center relationship. And, uh, and if we're not giving you information like that, let us know, because I want to make this valuable for you here. So
1: yeah, definitely. So yeah, I hope you learn a lot uh, with them um, with that talk and uh, you know that topic. Um, we you know we can provide information about uh, what's um, going to happen. um when you do this and do that with your business, So uh, you know we can uh, talk to you about um how's how would there be outsourcing uh, help uh to to grow. So yeah,
0: all right. Well, Jake, again, it's always a pleasure. Uh, next time I will see you virtually. I'll be back in Phoenix. So uh, uh, until then, make sure that if you like what you hear today, if you're listening for the first time. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, you could also catch, if you're listening to us on podcasts and you actually want to see our faces and talk uh, us talking, you could also find uh, Pack Biz uh, Outsourcing. Look for our channel on YouTube and you could watch us as well. Uh, but until then, uh, good luck with all that homework you have now and, uh, and we'll catch you on the next episode.